everybody. I'm Chris. Yeah, I'm Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. Welcome back to World Viewfinder episode 33. 33. Pal- palindrome episode. <laughs> cool. Same, what that means. same forward and backward. 33. Nice. Forward and backwards. It's the same number. Uh, Glad we cleared that up. Today we'll be talking about One Piece. One Piece. Dawn of the Nugget. Okay. Maybe. Where uh, this is a all the new stuff on Netflix. All the oh. Netflix. Episodes. And then so, uh, if you don't have Netflix, get it. Watch a few episodes. Of then this, this week we will talk about that weird guy on an airplane. Uh, we'll the weird guy on an airplane. Sure. I'm looking forward to it. Fleetwood. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, let's just jump in. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Yo. Yeah, where, before I want to, I want to plug something. Can I plug something? Sure. Uh, my Are friend, they giving us money? No, but my friend John started a board game channel that I'm a part of. If you like board games so, or Chris, yeah. So check out Board Game Fellowship. The fellowship, BGF, yeah, board game fellowship. Okay. So on the YouTube, uh, yeah, we do some reviews of games. I watch some videos; they're interesting. <laughs> they're interesting. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. So, all right, One Piece. Tell us about it, Adrian. What is oh, One okay. Piece one for all piece. you non-One Piecers? No, okay. Listen, this One Piece universe is huge, and so I will Almost not. As big as the Muppet verse. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> bigger and longer. Um, my introduction to One Piece was. The live action new Netflix. Yes. And I, and I had no idea what it was about. So I am in no and way. I didn't an expert. tell you to watch it. You watched it after us. I didn't tell you to watch it. No, I texted you and was like, you need to watch this. Yeah, I was like, I already like, did. I already did. It's great. <laughs> um, I loved it. Found out. So my brother in law, he um, has his own like Instagram workout channel. And he works out. Shout it out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he he works out in his garage and behind him has always been this huge pirate flag. And I never knew. One piece. That is a one piece pirate flag. One piece. So I mean, so then I texted him and was like, tell me about this. So (laughs) he kind of filled me in that it's this super long like manga. It started out as comic books. So manga is a comic book, Japanese comic book. Yep. Then it got turned into an anime. It's over a thousand episodes. Yeah. Wow. It's ridiculous. And movies, like, just the universe is huge. But that's all animated. Yeah. And they're actually... So when I asked him, should I should I dive into this universe? He was like, you should definitely read it. Like, read the manga. Oh. oh. But wait, because they're going to start over on the... You start animation. over? Oh, man. And you're going to start reading left to right instead of right to yeah. left. Yeah. So he said, wait for those newer episodes to start coming out because they're gonna they're gonna make it better like there's a lot of things that people don't like about the adaptation so they're starting over apparently the so the is it eight episodes the live action yeah and it and it covers the first 45 episodes oh okay so they've condensed it the manga or the cartoon so anime sorry i said all the wrong things all the wrong things i know it's it's complicated but so anyway that's that's all I'll say is we're not experts so, on One Piece at all, but yeah, we've, I've just we've watched the live action. The live action. I started watching the cartoon because it's on Netflix. The anime, gee, cartoon. <laughs> but I, I, I fell asleep. Not because wow. it was boring. It was just I was tired, and so and I didn't jump back into it. But so what exactly? Oh, can you give us a brief overview of what? It's definitely pirates versus okay. pirates versus marines kind of oh, thing. Okay. So, but it's yeah. So it starts off. This guy talks about this pirate. This infamous pirate says, "I have this treasure called the One Piece." Oh, okay. He so says, it's not him. He's the king of the pirates, and he king says it's real One Piece. Yeah, and so that's like this treasure that's infamous i guess so he says it's real and it's 
somewhere, go and find it. Go and find and my treasure. it starts a pirate era. The age of the pirates. Ah, trying to find the old one piece. So everybody so becomes a pirate. Basically, everyone <laughs> becomes a pirate to try to find it. So it's just super fun like to see all of the different pirates. They have themes, I guess, so like... These pirates like, almost like an in boss of a like a video oh, okay. game. Like it's so they're like there's they're like over a the circus top. pirate ship, <laughs> and so everybody is like circus performers, and then the captain is a clown. Then there's like a woman pirate ship, and everyone has to like wear pink, and the pirate ship is pink, and all this. It's wow. just like there's a cat. <laughs> there's like a cat crew, so everyone so many like, different kinds of pirates. Yeah, yeah, like everyone kind of resembles cats or like moves like cats it's it's just so ridiculous it's weird yeah because at but first it's so fun you don't realize like oh this is like almost like superhero type people yeah so the main character is monkey d luffy mm. and it's mr monkey d luffy to you and, and his character is fantastic the guy that plays him is so well great. yeah i would say luffy is like one of the greatest what protagonists i feel like we've run into in a really long time yeah, and the way he plays that character is so good because he's just smiling all the time, and he's he's like the happiest, nicest person in the world. He's like, I'm going to be the king of the pirates. Like he, he tells everybody that, and they laugh at him, and then he beats them up. No, but he's not mean though. Like no. he doesn't beat them up in a nice way. No, he he's not like vindictive at all. It's just like they're attacking him, so he's defending himself basically. And so, man, it's so good. It's oh, we will spoil because. Just a little bit, tiny bit. He has stretchy powers, so he like, can stretch, like, like stretch arms. You find that out in like the first, the first episode. episode, yeah. So he can, he like. But I will say that was such a shock to me. Watch it because I didn't know any. I I knew nothing. I just saw the preview as I'm like scrolling, and I was like, I liked Luffy so much in that little preview. I was like, I'm gonna just watch the first episode of this because this guy seems really great. <laughs> And then he had the stretchy arms <laughs> reveal, and I was like, "What is this show?" And then I loved it from then. So in the live action as well, he's got these stretchy arms. Yeah, that's like oh. the point. That's what I, I mean. That's his character. Because I, yeah, I knew going in that it was anime. Like I knew the Cartoon, a little bit of the story, was. but I didn't know he had stretchy power. I didn't know any of that stuff. So sorry. We, yeah, like that, a stretch Armstrong. That reveal is a, a fun, but uh, yeah. So basically, he doesn't know his parents. Um, this pirate guy kind of raised him um and then but he like has this hat that the guy gave him that he's very important straw hat straw hat i've seen those yeah so he becomes the straw the straw hats is the name of his crew yeah so but he'll just like be like hey you want to be part of my crew and they're like i don't i'm not a part of any crew and he's like yeah you are you're he part places of places a hat on their head and he's like, all so right i would say it's very um the main trope of it is found family oh okay um so that he just finds people and they become like family but yeah um some of the worldview stuff i, I mean it, it is very like you can almost like think positively and those things will happen almost like prosperity gospel a little bit like you spoke it into existence a little manifesting yeah for all you gen z out there oh mm-hmm. yeah um i i th- i feel like it's more like he gets loyalty based on he sees them like for who they are so he immediately finds out like what do you want he because he well yeah following your dreams is a big part of it yeah following Mm. your dreams but he helps people realize those dreams and he doesn't hold them to him like pirates are all about claiming things yeah and he is more about like 
I'm going to follow my dream, which is to be a pirate. But if you don't want to be a pirate, you don't have to be. Like, you go follow your dream. I mean, his friend that he meets in the first episode, Kobe, wants to be a Marine. And that's like, would be his sworn enemy. But he's like, you go follow your dream. I'll take you to the Marines. And he takes him there. So. And he says, but I think the exchange at the when they leave each other is really important because then they say it again at the end when he says, um, you go be like a good Marine. And he says, and you be a good pirate. And so I think the show really explores the, there's, there's like what the world says is good and evil. So mm-hmm. it's like pirates are bad. The Marines are the good guys, like yeah. cops and robbers type of thing. But you see bad Marines doing really bad things. And Kobe goes on that journey to realize like there's lots of corruption and all that underneath the Marines. And then you see the pirates and there's a lot of good pirates out there too. Yeah. So it's like each side is living in this morally gray area. And yeah, so each episode is almost like follows one story of either one of the characters on the boat and you kind of find their backstory or like one of the new crew members, like you learn what, what motivates them and their dream and stuff. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) It's just, it's a lot of fun. Like every episode, you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Cause my, my friend was like, Hey, you need to, he's like, I watched the first, He's like, the first 15 minutes, he's like, I don't know about this. And he's like, but then after that, I was like, I was in. And so. I think it's when you find out he has stretchy arms. Because it's like the first 15 minutes. Minute 16. Yeah, yeah. You're like, really kicks in. Wait a minute. What did <laughs> I get into? But yeah. But yeah. So yeah. following your dreams, like that kind of stuff. But I think, yeah, you see a lot of, of self-sacrifice in it, too. Like a lot of people have done things to help benefit other people that aren't, isn't necessarily going to benefit them. And you see like these people that seem mean or seem bad. Then you learn like, Oh no, he did all this stuff to help this other person or do all these things. And so, yeah, it's, I mean, like the chef pirates, that whole thing, <laughs> that story was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so there is language in it. There is a butt. Oh, again. I was say there's a butt. <laughs> First it's episode. so funny because it's like on the, you know, the warning or whatever, it says nudity. And I was like, oh, gosh, you know, I didn't. And then <laughs> it shows a butt for like one second. And then that's the only nudity for the whole show. But yet yeah. it says at the top nudity, like for the whole. So you think that there's going to be something, but there's not. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it's safe. Well, you don't, not you don't want to see a weird, see butt. a weird uh, butt. <laughs> a weird butt. Uh, but yeah, so I, it's it's a very good show. Uh, I I enjoy it very much. The positivity behind it of just like yeah, lots I, of good conversations to have. Yeah, I don't know if I wrote anything down from that. I feel like there were some things that I maybe did, but uh, but yeah, but it was it's good. I this is one that I mean, parents you need to check out beforehand on like probably plugged in or whatever to. I don't know if it's unplugged, but yeah, it is. I think it is. So, but yeah, but just check it out because it's, it's, it's good. So yeah, I'm at nighttime. I tell Amos a bedtime story and I always use things that I've seen as reference. (laughs) So I'm telling him one piece. Let me tell you about these cat pirates. (laughs) So the other day he had um, two uh, slinkies on his arms and he's like, mom, who am I? And he like 
jutted him out. Oh, goodness. And the slinkies like went really far. And he's like, oh, Monkey D. Luffy. And I was like, oh, genius. It was so cool. Because he's like got the stretchy arms. It's like, yes. Monkey D. Luffy. <laughs> so cool. Um, okay. Other Netflix. Okay. I just want to plug Leo really quick. Oh. Is one? that the one with the lizard? Yeah. Did, oh, I, I didn't see it. No. Okay. The old lizard. You know what? I don't. I don't really think. Adam Sandler, right? Yeah, it's Adam Sandler's movie, and it's a cartoon. We anime. <laughs> yeah, not anime. It's a full-length animated feature. Um, it's a cartoon. But it's about the. It's about an old turtle and an old iguana that are classroom pets, and they've seen like, they've, they've seen lived things. forever. Yeah. yeah, they're like, fifty years old, and Dang. so they've seen like all these different classrooms and stuff. Um, so it's okay. Like I would say. Eh, I don't know. I was kind of mad at myself for letting my kids watch it before really? I um, like vetted it, um, just because there's some questionable the thing storylines or whatever. But worldview. yeah, worldview stuff. But it kind of goes over their head, and it seems almost more for adults anyway. It's one of those movies where it's like like strays. kids will like what strays. That <laughs> movie about the talking dogs. Which oh, is yeah. Oh, not, yeah, not that bad. Um, and, and so my, my son liked it, but I was I was mad because at the end, the Leo, the lizard, he, or iguana, he gives the classroom advice. And it's like the best advice in like worldview. I want to, I meant to bring like the paragraph of what he says. But he basically says like, because they're gonna they're gonna miss him, and because he gives them all advice and things like that, and he says, um, "You all need to find and be that person to somebody else. Like, you need to be a good listener, and you also need to find someone in your life that will listen to you." And like, I thought that that worldview was really good. Um, so anyway. Just listeners, or did he like say was there like a list of things that he said, like find these type of people? And well, like, like he just became he became almost like a counselor for each kid um, in the class, and so he would like listen to what was wrong with them and give them advice and like help them become who oh. they wanted to be. And like even the teacher, he did that too. And so they were saying like, "We'll miss you. We want you to come to like to our next class." Um, and he, but he had to stay in that classroom, and he was like, "No, you guys need to do this for other people, but oh. also like find the people in the world that will listen to you and listen to your story and help you succeed." So again, my mind, I'm imagining him like giving this great speech, and like then it kind of pans out, and you like hear what the class is hearing, and it's just like, because <laughs> I can't understand it. Talking to the iguana, <laughs> like, uh, it's yeah, great. it's like this touching speech, and she's like. Bruh. I don't think that's the noise to make. <laughs> I don't know. What's the noise? Good the advice. Point? No, though. I mean there's f- funny moments for sure. But uh, they and then they get put in the kindergarten class at the end, and they're like, "We'll finally learn the alphabet." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy, did you watch Don of the Nugget? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Don of the Nugget. I've not even heard that. Claymation, man. It's, it's claymation. It's, I actively stay away from it's, claymation. It's chicken run. So do two. I usually? Chicken run too. What? Man, some of the best shows out there, claymation. Shot of the Sheep, fantastic. That always came on at like 3 a.m. Wallace and Gromit. So, yeah, so the same people made Shaun of the Dead. Not Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. Wow, okay. Shaun the Sheep. Of uh, the Dead. 
and Dawn of the Nuggets. <laughs> Dawn of the Nuggets. Chicken Run. Chicken Run. Wallace and Grottlement. We got all those. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they they have made uh, the second Chicken Run, Chicken Run Part Two. Oh, Dawn of the Nugget, and it's really good. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's all about trying to protect your children, shield your children from the world around them, but mm. then how children rebel and are terrible people. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to all you children out it's there. It's like watching. learning the balance of explaining. I think that was like, as a yeah. parent, that's what I came away with was like, they just needed to talk to her, like tell her about, they can't shield her from the world, so they need to tell her because she wouldn't have made the choices she did had she have known right. what was out there. So but would she have? I don't know. Because yeah. it, it's one of those things. Like even when you hear advice, sometimes you're like, "Yeah, but I want to. I'm going to figure this out for my own. It's not going to happen to me this way." We talked about yeah. that. Yeah. Earlier episode, but yeah, but it's like, even though you hear the advice, you sometimes don't take it because you're like, "Well, I, I need to figure this out for myself." Well, I I didn't watch the 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 Shaun of the Dead or whatever. Shaun <laughs> of the Nuggets. Yeah. Of the <laughs> but it, it sounds like with that specifically, I think when you have multiple kids, like. The same advice will apply completely different to each one of them. So uh, that would well, that's the other I hear the other hard part about parenting is if you do one thing for one kid, then it and it works, then it might not work for the other kids. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> at all, <laughs> at all, <laughs> completely different. That's why like a parenting advice book like this doesn't work for my kid at all. Right, it's just the worst. <laughs> so what do you do? Where how do you Wait. find that balance? Well, th- I think the other part of that movie though was about the parents they in like in sheltering their kids they had kind of sheltered themselves from their full potential too and they were hiding who they used to be because they didn't want her exposed Mm. to that and so it was it was really about finding a balance for all of them to be like okay i've been squelching my own who i am so how do you find that parent parent? How do you find that balance for all the parents out there where, cause I have met some people where their parents are like super overprotective, shield them from everything. And it does make them, and then they go and find out stuff for themselves. And then sometimes that can go bad. But, but then they also find out like, Oh, their parents did some crazy stuff. Yeah. And they're like, well, why didn't, yeah. And the, and the parents don't yeah, like, why didn't you let me do the crazy stuff or not do the crazy stuff, but even talk to me about it. Like from your perspective, because you've been through that stuff or whatever. And like, and you had like, I don't know, parents that were alcoholics or drug addicts or, and, and not that extreme, but yeah. just even made some bad choices. Yeah. And they don't want to tell their kids that. Cause like you, you almost like want your kids to view you as this special. Person. Well, I, I, cause I think people in life, you go through things and you learn those lessons through those mistakes but sometimes it is it makes you vulnerable if you're sharing the backstory of it and the actual story of it instead of just say, well, here's this lesson that I know now. Yeah. And you need to know it. Don't worry about where it came from. And now I know it. Don't worry. But I, just see, know it's true. I don't think that that does, doesn't work anymore. I feel like and I think we've seen that a lot and that come out in movies. And, and this one is another case in point. Like it, I see things be a lot more effective when like okay so my kid is having trouble talking in school (laughs) or more like fidgeting and he like sits on his knees and leans across the table and all this kind of stuff and so he's been getting in trouble well my husband has like 
ADD. So he also got in trouble for a lot of that when he was a kid. So instead of just talking through like, hey, this is wrong. You need yeah. to learn to sit still, all this stuff. My husband sat down with him and said like, here's all the times I got in trouble when I was a kid. Here's what I was feeling and all that. And you could see my son just like open up because yeah. he was like, oh, my dad understands me. He's not just telling me what to do. Yeah. And so it's opened up room for conversation and stuff. And so I don't know. I feel like that's like a better way. Well, and this is like, I think as followers of Jesus, this is where like it becomes difficult because it's like, as a follower of Jesus, I'm supposed to live to a certain standard. And I, and I think I can't be vulnerable sometimes because people are like, well, he's a Christian and yeah. he watched that show. Uh, One piece. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and so there's, well, even like what we talked about last yeah. episode with that Alan Richen guy that plays Reacher, he's like, people say, well, how can you be a Christian and play this character? And so it's almost like, well, how can you be a Christian and, and do that or that kind of thing? And so, there's almost this fear of being judged, and that's why I think a lot of pastors have moral failings is because they don't feel like they can be real, Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have to be this character that people think that you're going to be. And I think with the chicken run down on the nugget, it's like the parents think, oh, we have to present this perfect paradise for our kid and act like everything's great, but not really let her know. Yeah, and we're sheltering. I think that was a big thing is they were sheltering themselves from the world. Yeah. Like, if you if you really you could really put like Christians in that spot, yeah, because they've created like you said they've created themselves like a little paradise, like a little shelter. Christian music and Christian movies and yeah, and then Christian t-shirts. Yeah, and then their daughter's the Catch one that goes Jesus. out, and it's almost like if you want to really over spiritualize it, it's like she goes out, realizes there's someone out there in need. There's a whole bunch of chickens that are getting killed and turned into nuggets, and so she goes after them. And she's like, we've got to save them. We we can't just save ourselves. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a huge Christian theme. I didn't even think of it. <laughs> and so then, yeah. then she turns her whole community paradise into like, okay, where where is this happening in other places? Can how we rescue? Can, yeah. Wow. How can we rescue others? Well, and uh, it's a slightly different that point. But going back to the the previous point, I think one of the problems a lot of non-Christians have with Christians is they put on this face of, I have all the answers. I don't do anything bad. You do the bad stuff. Yeah. You're the sinner. But the actual story of the Bible is that we are all sinners and we still have this sin nature and we're constantly battling it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think if we try to hold this picture of, I have it all figured out and I, from the outside, a lot of people that turns a lot of people off to Christians. And then again, like you were saying with pastors or just Christians overall, then they feel like they have to hide it from everyone, Mm -hmm. which then it becomes bottled up. And then you do have those moral failings because you're trying to put on the face of having it all figured out. Yeah. Man, you know, who is from the dawn of the nugget. I know. Who would have thought the dawn of the nugget? (laughs) Yeah. I'd, I'd recommend it. It's good. Yeah. Um, but speaking of people that are just letting it all, out and being who they really are uh orlando bloom jet blue jet blue flight of course it's on jet blue uh takes off this guy is with this lady he claims to be the devil and like punches her <laughs> and then they're like what and so the flight okay. attendants get her in the bathroom and he's like punching the door trying to break into the door they have to avert the flight and land does it. she know him ahead of time yeah they they yeah 
And she's like, he is the devil. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's my ex-husband. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, so a passenger sitting close to the man uh, put the woman who was attacked. Yeah. So they, I think they got on together. But yeah, but they, like, he claimed to be the devil. And so. He's like, I'm the devil and I'm going to punch you now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he why just became the devil. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. To, like, why in that moment, right? Like, So what happened? So a they baby had, had been had crying the for flight, six hours. Yes. Deplane everybody, get everybody, and then get them back on. And then people were like, we want to be compensated. And JetBlue's like, ah, we can't compensate you because the delay was a disruption outside of JetBlue's control. So that makes sense. It's true, but I I think they're going to start doing this though. It's like they're like, oh, I mean, this flight's not going to like if you're a devil, be you delayed. Can't. They're going to just have people do that, have plants on there, so they're like so they somebody can, gets punched. So they He's can really just a plant. <laughs> so they can delay the flight. He's just a plant. <laughs> they can delay the flight and then not worry about it. Like, ah, it's out of our control. The devil, <laughs> he, he showed up punching on planes. So what, if the devil, why does this happen on planes? Do you think? It's just like the pressure of flying and people are scared. People are very like, tense up there. I, I don't know of any cases where people claim to be the devil on a flight. Not be the devil, but that one viral video of the lady saying that the something was on her flight. She's like, that man isn't real. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have not seen oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's what? a big thing. Yeah, no. she like she's like screaming that she wants off the flight. And she looks very normal and put together. Like, And she just is like, yeah, she's like, I'm getting off this flight because that man is not a man or something. Like he's yeah, not, he said he's not real. He's not real. And I think it was the devil. To get off the flight. <laughs> and then he punched her. The <laughs> devil's yeah, so, just flying in the airplane. So what did the man do? You only see her perspective. Yeah, you only see her he perspective. Goes, I'm a real boy. <laughs> like, it was what Pinocchio. Are you talking about? And then his eyes like yeah. close the other way. <laughs> it's a Toyota commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, there. Oh, that I don't even know if I want to get into it. Did anybody like talk? Like, did you see that stuff at the Florida Mall? Oh, oh tell us. there was controversy that there was nine foot tall aliens and what? The, you know, so aliens. when you get those eyes, Chris, that means you believe something I, insane. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's true. All right, <laughs> your so, eyes there over your eyebrows. No, I go just, up. This guy was like, yes. okay, what what is going on at this Florida Mall? Um, I I haven't looked into that much, so I can't give too much of a. It's fake news. Yeah, but so basically, there was like 400 cop cars that were deployed to this mall, and th the reports of people coming out of it were like there were these seven to nine foot tall things running around through the mall, and then like all this stuff. Then the guy's like, but now he's like, there was an Apache helicopter deployed over there he's like all the like electronic stuff stopped working around there he's like all the video footage from what happened is gone like it's it's been confiscated or erased or whatever and he's like and now they're saying oh it was a couple kids messing around shooting some fireworks and he's like you don't send 400 cop cars to that and like close down five city blocks and all this stuff and then like there's like a video footage of like you can kind of see this thing like running by outside. You're like, what is that? I mean, it's it's crazy. That sounds but, like Cloverfield type yeah. of stuff. So then this guy calls his dad. He's like, okay. He's like, how have I not heard about this? He's like, my dad is running for sheriff or whatever. So he calls his dad and he's like, hey, why were all those cop cars deployed or whatever? And he's like, I, I can't get into it. The aliens. And he's like, wait, what do you mean? And he's like, here's what I've heard. What, what can you? He's like, I can't say anything. And he's like, 
Okay, let me ask you this, and you can nod or whatever, and, and he like asked him some like he's like, were there these seven foot tall creatures or nine foot tall creatures running around? And he's like, he just sat there, and he's like, come on, you gotta give me something. That like I can't say anything. And you're like, what? And again, I don't know what like with the age of the internet, I don't know what's real. What's I've like. heard that has been debunked, unfortunately. Have you? Yes. That all that stuff. Yeah, so the the I I think all the electronics and stuff I think that was added to the story after the fact. Okay, but the the story that I heard was all the cops were there because they thought it was a uh, a mass shooter in the place, so that's why they sent all the cop cars. So it was probably kids shooting fireworks, and they thought it was a mass shooter. Chris's life is ruined. He's like, I thought it was the aliens. I wish it was aliens. <laughs> of course they're going to say that. Of course the, ali- <laughs> the aliens run the media. <laughs> they're, they're going to Antarctica. They, they took on a boat to Antarctica. That's what ended up happening to those aliens. But uh, I love watching those videos where they're like, this senator's really a, you know, like a lizard person or whatever. <laughs> All the <laughs> deep conspiracy TikTok. Yes, I love those because uh, they're like, you just, it's like a clip of them and they're like, their head goes weird and their <laughs> eyes their eyes like blink the other oh, way adrian's on conspiracy talk <laughs> yeah. their eyes blink the other way they actually have like lizard eyes blinking listen video editing is very advanced yeah. right now deep fakes I look don't, very real i don't believe them i just think oh, that they're okay. fun thought... <laughs> i'm like oh yes hillary clinton for sure is a lizard <laughs> let us know in the comments <laughs> So, all right, I gotta get to a meeting, but uh, no, it's been good. That was it's good. been good coming back. Watch uh, One Piece and Dawn of the Nugget. Dawn of the Nugget. Check out that aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did hear there was a clay sorters, so they might not make as many Shaun of the Sheep stuff. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> the people that a hey. clay shortage. Yeah, because the people that like supplied their that's a controversy. Twenty twenty just <laughs> killed the world and everything. But Jimmy, you should. I, it's good. It's good stuff. Sean the Sheep, check it out. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm Chris. I'm Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.